back and bigger than ever. It's the unofficial 40 from Soonerscoop.com. Now, here's the entire Soonerscoop crew. Carrie, Josh, Eddie, and Bob. All right, welcome back. It is the unofficial 40 podcast from Soonerscoop.com. And uh, we are here for another edition of the unofficial 40 podcast. Is uh, welcome in almost the whole crew. I think Bob's going to be by to give us a little softball update uh, before we're out of here. Uh, but we got Josh McQuistion on the line, Eddie Radosevich, and uh, uh, George Stoy here in the office. Uh, his feet are finally wet. Uh, would you say they're drying off a little bit, George? Yeah, I think that uh, that's safe to say. I feel like I've um, done a good job. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's your time for self-evaluation. That's your opinion, but we'll we'll digress. It is time for the job interview. Uh, I haven't, I haven't been fired yet. I don't know. You didn't even really have to go through an interview. You were just a wanted man. I mean, you're living that life now. Exactly. Your dad uh, actually pulled me to the side and thanked me for bringing you back. When did he do that? Uh, when he, they came up and visited. And I was and I was like, don't be doing that. We're, dad. we're lucky to have him. I'm already in trouble after last week's podcast. No, uh, I, I, I think I, Josh, I think I came up with the first YouTube uh, recruiting idea for you. Okay. You know how I'm always telling you, like, give people context of like who this person is. Just don't say, oh, you know, I talked to Nigel the other day or whatever. And um, sure, sure. By yeah. the way, I did see that uh, tweet, that quote tweet that he had about the player that uh, committed to South Carolina. Basically insinuating that his name is going to get people fired. That's uh that's a that's maybe yep. we should just skip over I, that. I think topic. he goes by Nye or Nye. Yeah, Nye. Yeah, that that's there's nothing good that's gonna come out of that conversation. That will win the Is It Racist award for sure. <laughs> it will be racist. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think South Carolina's teams are just like, hey, can we get that kid to go somewhere else? <laughs> Please. I like my job. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, I, you know, my first idea is be, born out of the please give context when you're talking about recruits because a lot of people aren't, you know, the diehards. They don't really know, like, you know, I'm sure the recruiting, and I don't want to be mean about this, but, you know, the recruit nicks, the nerds, you know, some people will look down on people that don't know every single thing about, you know, where a kid is from or what he's rated on what service. Uh, and I think that you should do YouTube a series of YouTube videos. I really like the series where the guy does, uh, uh, I think it's a TikTok thing where he, it's dad's favorite band singing his kids' favorite songs. He does like a Mumford and Sons version of You Are My Sunshine. It's really good. Uh, <laughs> R.S. Ro- something Rhodes is his name. Anyway, I think you should do our first venture with you should be explaining to your girls who certain recruits are. Oh, Lord. That would be... Laney would blast through it as quickly as she could. Just like, stop talking, old man. Like, I don't care about this, and I don't want to hear about it. And Layla, Layla, she has a potential for media someday because she loves to ask a question. Uh But at the same time, I'm pretty sure she's never paying attention because I will have to say the same thing at least four times. Like, just... Just explaining the name, like Nigel Smith, mm-hmm. is going to be a three-minute process. Like, th- there's and that no would be way that happens. for a fantastic video. I mean, we'll have to edit it down a little bit, but <laughs> I think it's a good idea. I think it could go viral. One of those, uh, we, we you had us watch some of those videos, those speed cuts that looks like it happened quickly, but clearly it did not happen. You know, the the sun right. has fallen in the uh, the sky behind her. 
Right, yes. It would, you would start out in daytime, and it would always be night by the time you finished with one person. <laughs> but you know, it, combi- it combines two of your favorite things, your kids and, and recruiting. So I think it's a win-win for everyone. 100%. We'll, we'll yeah, explore that. I, I mean, you talked about it. I mean, and I, I don't want anybody here to take a bad feeling. I am one of those recruiting nerds that looks down on people that don't know the same things I know, and I apologize for that in advance. Problem. But those of you who are with me, we're together. It's okay. We're all we're all we're cahooting. So, uh, just an update. Uh, like it was very simple to get Josh hooked up uh, for the show today. We're not actually doing video yet, but we're we're pretty damn close. Uh, Eddie has been uh, working hard at uploading uh, all our game footage and highlights and stuff, and. Man, I, I give it up to Eddie, Josh. He's been here just every day cranking it out for, I mean, I, I want to say you put in a good 10, eight, 10 hours a day almost this week. Or yeah, there's been, a, week. there's been a lot of days. I had to rewatch the Iowa State game yesterday, and that was uh, an adventure in and of itself. The TCU game really wasn't that bad because at least it, like, there was movement, positive <laughs> movement. I don't know how to explain but it. You had but to go from TCU to Texas, though. That yeah, was, that, that I mean, the Texas, day. Texas wasn't too bad because you just knew that it was an ass beating. Like, the offensive stuff, you just got through really quickly. Uh, I told George earlier, the Iowa State game, I had forgotten how poorly Marvin Mims played in that game. And just as, as a whole, offensively, how big of a struggle that entire day was. Uh, but onward and upward. We, uh, we got through Kansas, which wasn't bad, and Iowa State, uh, or yeah, Kansas, and then Iowa State, so it wasn't terrible. And so you got Baylor, West done. Virginia, which you're... Pr- yeah, I mean, Baylor, Baylor's West Virginia. not going to be that bad, but it's going to be really crappy in the bad. Game. It's a bad fourth quarter. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, like West Virginia wasn't terrible. I really don't know how much uh, was there and how much wasn't, so... The nice thing is you finish off with Florida State. Yeah, that's not a bad ending, and then you got Bedlam in there as well, so oh, it's yeah, not too bad. True. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we're going to have all kinds of stuff coming, and, and that's, you know, a big focus of ours moving forward. Uh, along with all the great stuff that uh, you guys have been writing on the site, George and, and Bob, uh, but, you know, I think your uh, Ryan Hibble stuff was fantastic. A uh, lot of positive reaction. You went out uh, to the Gulf Regional today where the Sooners just wrapping it up and uh, talked to some people too. Yeah, um, it was kind of scary there for a moment. Me and Eddie went out there to watch, and they uh, – they were struggling there. I think it was around 11, and uh, I think they were only, what, Eddie, three shots up from the top five, and then yeah. they ended up, I was just looking at it, they ended up having six birdies in the final three holes as a team, combining for six birdies. So um, Ben Lorenz finishing. had the really good birdie out of the bunker on 17 Team, on the yep. left side. So, it, yeah. And they had, four, they had four birdies on 18. So uh, they ended up finishing second in the regional, so they're going to advance uh, to the NCAA championships. And it was it was good to be out there. I you know, I've never really been out to Jimmy Austin. I was telling Eddie, I've never been out there. But, you know, that's what uh, the OU golf team does. And, and uh, You and Brent Venables. Yeah, I guess so. I, there's a few uh, football staffers out there. Nick Basquin, Tanner Schaefer were out, were out there. Uh, it was a good crowd. Yeah. So um, Really good turnout. They feel good going into uh, the national championship next week. Now, I, how many teams make that, Eddie? Uh, 30. 30? Yeah, I think so. I think it's 30. Did OSU make it? Uh, that's what I was just looking up. I I don't think they're on the outside looking in it unless they were they're still six playing. Yesterday. Yeah, they're in like seventh right now, Ugh. playing out in uh, Las Vegas. I don't know if that is still going on though. It's having a trouble pulling it up. So we shall see. All right. Uh, well, it uh, we shall see and see better because uh, enjoy vision. 
uh, is a great sponsor of the uh, podcast. And uh, it's time now for en- Enjoy Vision, Fresh Perspective, Look Around. Uh, and uh, Eddie Radosevich, um, I, you know, you've been in stuck in the office a lot, but uh, softball regionals uh, coming to Norman. Uh, Bob might be showing up. No, yeah, maybe we'll see. I think. Anyway, we might get to, we might get some Bob on the pod before it's all over. But uh, easy easy win in in the Big Twelve uh, tournament, just two games, and they were pretty much flawless. Uh, and once again, flexing muscles both you know defensively, offensively, and pitching. I mean, it was just a dominant performance by a team that. You know, now that you've gotten more and more people, I did get a text the other day uh, from one Chris Plank. He told me he enjoys my softball commentary, so that made me feel good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I did ask him to come on the pod, and he just uh, he just ignored that part. I mean, the man only gets so little amount of uh, downtime that no shit. I'm sure that he doesn't want to be dipping in because it's like I, it truly. He will call a softball game on, you know, on a Sunday afternoon. And when I'm getting up to go into radio he's doing Fox Monday Sports. morning, he's doing Fox Sports overnight, which just is absolutely like he, he needs. He truly therapy. is the hardest working person in the uh, in the industry, in the business. If he got on the podcast, he may never give it back. He, just, he would just add it to his list of things. That I mean, I was going to start showing up every Wednesday to do yeah. it. That would be bad. I was going to give him some free T-shirts and stuff for the kids and all that, but. Eddie doesn't like it when I give away stuff, so. No, we got to make money. Uh, by the way, speaking of uh, sleep, eat, run, roll, repeat, Soonerscoopstore.com, uh, we, uh, this is an ad within an ad. Uh, we actually reached the $14,000 in, in total sales. It's awesome. Uh, which the good news is we've got stuff in stock. Uh, so everything that we're selling is pure profit right now because all the costs are behind us. Uh, and so we got the kids stuff for the youths, the youths. Uh, we got women's, the V-necks, and then we got the unisex. Uh, so plenty in stock in all sizes. So go check it out, Soonerscoopstore.com. All that money's getting pooled into an NIL fund. We, I mean, it, it should be over $10,000 when it's all said and done to go that's, to the NIL fund. Yeah, that's fantastic. I would imagine that that was probably more than I'd ever imagined that we could get to so it's and been thank uh, you to all you listeners and yeah and, and scoopers i mean and, it, it truly is almost every day that we come in with you know a new batch of orders that we can get out and get into the post office and all that kind of stuff so it's not too yep. uh you and i walked in here a little after two o'clock and as soon as we did it, there's another my phone does the cash drawer mm-hmm. thing every time somebody places an order yeah it's awesome Maybe I should just turn up, but I'll get out of the beeps. So, uh, but no, the, the regional coming up, uh, then you'll have a super regional, then you'll have, uh, you know, the, the, the College Women's World Series. So hopefully the Sooners are in it. Um, it's interesting. <laughs> Something drastically uh, wrong would have to happen, I would imagine, for them not to be getting back to Oklahoma City over the next yeah, two weeks here in have Norman. To really... Well, and they'd be losing those games in Norman, right? Yeah. Like, with the regional coming up this weekend, obviously, and then... Uh, I mean, somebody could get them once, but I don't see somebody knocking... I don't see them losing twice. I don't see them losing twice, no. No. That's, that's going to be hard. And, you know, with the team that's on a 43-game winning streak and 51-1, and one, I did see that, like, uh, if, if they needed any other motivation, and I wish Bob was here that he could talk about it, uh, they did not have a finalist for player of the year. The OU softball team didn't, which... They're it's fifty-one like, and one. I just find it hard to imagine that they don't have a player that could be named a uh, finalist for the twenty twenty-three USC uh, softball collegiate player of the year. But 
I don't know. Like I don't, Maya Brady, who's like Tom Brady's niece, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, Skylar Wallace and uh, Valerie Cagle are the three that uh, got the nod. Cagle. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, they spread it around a lot. I mean, you've seen hitters get hot. I mean, Jada Coleman's. I mean, she should be the one candidate. It, yeah, she was well, the baseball made, player of the year, right? She made Jordy Ball, you know, up there. But she just, you know, she what had... What they do? Cancel each other out? I mean, I think that there's just... There is definitely a little bit of backlash against Oklahoma softball. Oh, I could definitely see that. I mean, the whole Patty getting co-coach of the year in the Big 12 with the Baylor coach. Yeah, was that like was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. And then Baylor came out and lost the first game of the Big 12 tournament. Yeah, I... So I, I think people feel like, and rightfully so, that Oklahoma has a lot of advantages and they don't need to be getting everything that's out there. I mean, it's a little bit of jealousy. It's the same thing that happens to Alabama football or yeah. you know, Clemson football there for a minute or wherever. I, teams get sick of, you get sick of the, uh, the big dog. There's no doubt about that. Especially, I thought it was hilarious too that they were running on the bottom uh, crawl after the announcement of the uh, NCAA tournament field. It's like, 51 and 1, 43 game winning streak, and they've won the last two national titles. Yeah, I can see how they're hated in the uh, in the softball world, but I think that they kind of, I guess, in a way, embrace that. Well, we are pushing to get everyone LASIK for next year. I mean, we're we're a big middle finger to everybody is what we need to do. Just get everybody with perfect vision on the softball team. I don't. They might already have perfect vision. I'm I'm really not sure. I mean, the way that they play defense and the way that they hit the ball every one of them it seems like has perfect vision but i am coming i think it's just about to be the one year anniversary of when i got lasik when i went to go see my good friends at enjoy vision the best laser vision center in oklahoma city the combination of mind-blowing technology experienced eyeball surgeons and exceptional patient care was life-changing for me enjoy loves me who doesn't love me i think i can say that uh so they're giving away unofficial 40 listener uh, $400 off LASIK if you are so inclined. All you have to do is go to enjoywithme.com. Use the promo code U40 to save and start seeing as good as me. You probably won't be able to see as good as me, but maybe you can see like halfway <laughs> as good as me. You know what I mean, George? Uh, just go to in, that is the letter N, J-O-Y, withme.com, promo code U40. Enjoy Vision. This is where you LASIK. I appreciate them uh, being a big part of the pod uh, with our look around and uh, George, you've kind of been, I mean, you've been looking for, you know, things to do a little bit because it is the off season, but I, I think maybe you'll be doing some softball stuff coming up. Uh, of course, we already mentioned the Ryan Hibble and the golf stuff. Um, but, you know, outside of that, you know, we had the big regents meetings, uh, you know, that, that to uh, officially announce into the SEC. Uh, we've actually kind of talked about, like, you know, maybe next year, we take some trips into SEC country, things like that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Eddie and I, I the the idea of the uh, RV, Eddie and I driving around to the SEC uh, schools would be awesome. Uh, I'm down for that. Any of you RV companies out there? Oh, I'm sure listening. that I'm, I know for a fact that there would be at least one RV company out there that would be interested in sending us around. Although I am working on something else that I think would be... Uh, much better for our travel purposes. Net jets? Oh, you mentioned this Wheels to me up? Earlier. Possibly. Not not either of them, but you know, we know we know people that know people. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll just be flying private everywhere. I'm trying to think. Um anyway. No, I know you know people. I do want to know, uh Carrie, can we go to uh, It won't be a uh, helicopter this time, but maybe it could be like a regular plane. <laughs> I'm wondering if um, helicopter to Dallas is it in the budget to send 
uh, Eddie and I to um, Scottsdale for the golf national. Yeah, the NCAA tournament. I don't believe so, Josh. Jo- yeah, that th- that's going to be a no. That, that's that's a that's a read. Already, we already have I a place to stay. It's Eddie. You and I both know what you'd be doing in Scottsdale, and nothing. it's got nothing to do with watching golf. Um, I told him that I'd or have at to, the very I'd, least not focused on the golfers. I told him I'd have to get a real uh, good feel for what the hospitality room situation is. Come back with the. I don't uh, need to pay uh, extra for the rental car when you puke in it. I told the people at the uh, the radio station the same thing, and they kind of came with the same answer too. That I I guess I'm not not allowed to go out to Scottsdale. Well, radio stations don't uh, have any money. That's well, that's positive. And we don't mine. we don't need you. We don't need you coming back, the adoptive father of two. Um, you know that that that's that's not what we need to happen here, Eddie. What one about, one what? word, Josh, alimony. They don't have to worry about it. <laughs> like if you go out there and, and you know, chance teaches you how to cook, I might think about it. But um, I, that, I, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, we could we could call the Cosby family, and maybe they could uh, they could help out the uh, the housing. Three scenario. pieces they of have the con to, guy. He's yeah, they fantastic. have to have a uh, maybe like a pool house or something that we could stay in. What about me? Just me. I feel like you guys are all worried about Eddie. Yeah, I'm a, we I'm would a good get a lot kid. better content. I mean, just just for the website with you, Eddie. We I think we get good content, but it'd be mostly for his TikTok that he's trying to build right now. <laughs> TikTok, Instagram, <laughs> anything like that. Yeah, I mean, it it is all about me. I'd come back with uh, the Kenny Powers injury. Where they ask him, uh, my dad said that you got hurt, and he said. Yeah, kid, hurt my nose. <laughs> <laughs> I have to think that there's a lot of cocaine in Scottsdale. Oh, I, I, in comparison to pretty much everywhere else on on the planet, I would imagine that that is the case. Uh, so no, that yeah, that's a no. Uh, executive decision, D- disapprove, disallow, whatever. Uh, no, but I mean, maybe golf kind of starts making a run here to to make things even more interesting. I mean, it has been. Oh, you fans have been. It seems like it's gone a while without a national championship in something. It's been at least, well, at least like half a month. I'm talking about it's a joke, George. Oh, I was like, softball's about to, <laughs> to make a real run. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, Gary. Gymnastics just won a national title. Yeah, gymnastics. So there you go. Um, Josh, you uh, took a trip to Dallas, uh, and you know, you were driving. Last week when we had the pod, and uh, now you've you've been to a lot of different places. I know Eddie has uh, had a lot of video up on the site uh, and on our YouTube channel, uh, just youtubecom slash Scoop. But uh, you've been making the rounds, pal. Yeah, guys. And before I start into any of that, I, I want to um, I want to just acknowledge something. Um, Tiffany has started listening to the podcast ever since we made the move. She's been pretty excited about the on three, uh, the the change, and kind of tracking all of it. Well, as she's been listening to the pod more, she was like, you talk a lot on there. So I'm really trying to (laughs) minimize my words a little bit and try not to be such a time suck. Um, Oh, Eddie and I are ready to coach you. Eddie and I are, are, you're going to have coaching sessions with us when we start doing more video. I don't. That's perfectly fine, and it needs to happen anyway. Um, but <laughs> so, yeah, she was like, I skip over almost everything you say, and then I listen to all the rest. That like, She's like, I like when you guys just talk. And I'm like, okay. So anyway, just wanted to acknowledge that my wife is listening to the podcast but is actively not listening to me. 
Um, but yeah, making the rounds, uh, hoping to get out on the next two days to a few more. Uh, for those that listened last week, I had hit up um, three practices at the time we were recording and was headed over to Duncanville. Duncanville got canceled because of some sort of city ordinance. It was a real weird kind of vague thing. I sat there for about an hour with a with a coaching buddy, and we were just kind of killing time, and then we both found out the practice got canceled. Uh, then I was supposed to hit Michael Hawkins. That got canceled for weather. So a day that I, it still was pretty good, a potentially great five practice kind of day, was just missed. So... Um, you know, I, I don't want anybody to think like, oh, we didn't see anything from those. It just it didn't happen. It didn't work out the way I wanted it to. But hoping in the next couple of days to get out back on the road. I really wanted to be out today. I've got a sick kiddo at home. So that kind of slowed me down a little bit um, this morning. So th there will be plenty more coming. And obviously the Oklahoma tour is about to get started. And I, I, I mean, it may be... 30 40 schools i end up seeing like it's going to be a pretty extensive trip sorry we were conversing bob is here now we, now the we're ready to talk softball. uh so tiffany rejoice josh can stop talking yes. no that is interesting i mean it's nothing like uh your wife to i mean you really can't say yeah no you're wrong when she tells you that yeah no, I, I mean, I've been married a long time. I, I don't have that. That's not our, our conversation piece. So I don't know how to even <laughs> say You're wrong. Words. Never even comes out of your mouth. Yeah, I, I, it's just not worth the effort. Wow. So she is wrong. You're admitting it a lot of times. She is 100% wrong a lot, but there's just not a <laughs> damn thing I can do about it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we talked a lot about, you know, camps coming up and stuff like that. And we're, what, 16 days away? Is that? Less than that? Or 14 days? Uh, yeah, about 14 days. Because I days. think the first one is that first weekend of June. Yeah. June 1, right? So Yeah, uh, June, 1 and, June 1 and 3. And there's a, there's a couple of team camps on that June 2nd, so I won't just be in Norman. I'm, I mean, there's literally a ton happening. The, we just did that thing where you, it's like if you say something into someone's ear and everybody whispers it like 20 rows down or whatever, like it comes out completely different. Yeah, what's that called? The... Uh, What's it called? It's some kind it of game, right? Uh, telephone. Telephone game, right? Yeah, yeah. telephone. Mm -hmm. So I, I tried well to done, instruct Eddie. Bob to get the chair out of the merch room, and he brought a conference room chair in, which is, you know. It's more comfortable anyway. <laughs> You're the winner here. fantastic that we got there. You're the winner here. <laughs> Bob just pretended he didn't understand. He's like, He's like no, I don't no, like I'll that chair. I want chair. the Thanks a lot. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I used to, at the radio station, we would drag conference room chairs into our studio because our chairs, chairs at the radio stations always suck. Uh, so, I mean, outside of that, Josh, I mean, just, just contextually breaking it down, like, I, I know some stuff came out, like, last night, and you, you started talking about the list of players, but, man, OU is really going to sign, apparently, a lot of defensive linemen. And, of course, the latest, uh, we, should, we should get started there with the uh, junior college kid. Yeah, uh, you know, obviously the um, – and I want to keep calling him by the wrong name, so I have to look at it and make sure. Lane Jenkins, a uh, kid from uh, – originally from Illinois, ended up playing the last couple of years at Butler uh, Community College, obviously a school that Oklahoma's recruited a lot. Brent Venables is incredibly familiar with the, you know, the, the Jayhawk League there in Kansas. Um, El Dorado. The, one of the better junior college conferences in all the of, of junior college football. So um, – Big, long guy. Listed at about 6'6", 255 on Butler's official roster. Um, 
there's a little bit of tape out there. You don't see a lot. He redshirted in 2021, had just eight tackles and one and a half sacks in 2022. So this is a guy that hasn't played a lot at the college level. But you watch his tape, and, I mean, you see an athletic guy who can turn the corner. I mean, there, there's some interesting traits there. And uh, for Oklahoma to, you know, to bring him in, they clearly like him. I mean, because what I'm seeing – and we keep talking about it in this 24 class. Oklahoma has a chance to make a real run. We can get into uh, a local in-state star that Oklahoma's kind of rekindled things with. Uh, there, there's a lot happening right now. And for them to go ahead and say, we want this guy in spite of the shape that we seem to be in in 2024, it says a lot for where they have him kind of on their board. And just, I mean, just the the, the sheer numbers on the defensive line, I mean uh, – I, I guess that's a you know plus and a minus and if if you're going to process guys, I mean, you're going to have to because I mean that's a position. I don't know. It, it's it's an interesting game to me to have you know that many numbers in one class, but apparently they understand that they need it or think that. Yeah, they need it. I I don't. I mean, guys, that's that's the whole thing. I mean, like we we've talked about it over and over again. You look at this. Really, the entire roster, the one spot where you can say they are nowhere near where they need to be right now, it's defensive line. And, um, you know, you look at the the additions of Rondell Bothroyd and Trace Ford. Obviously, Bothroyd, this is a one-year deal for him, and he'll be gone. Trace Ford is going to have a, a decision to make at the end of the year. But then you look at, I mean, Jordan Kelly will be gone. Jonah Lalu will be gone. Isaiah Coe is gone. I mean, they are losing a lot. And so, you know, I, I've made – various predictions on the class and I've usually hovered around five or six defensive linemen in the class and I mean it more and more looks like it could be seven eight I mean they're really going to try to pump those numbers up as much as they possibly can and when you look at just the base four that everybody wants to talk about in Williams Nanary, Joseph Jonah Jeanne uh, David Stone and Nigel Smith you I mean if you get any two of those four, you're off to a great start. If you get three, four, I mean, that's that's one of the best defensive line classes in school history kind of stuff. I mean, those, those are all NFL-type talents and guys that I've had a chance to see in person and, and kind of know what they're about. Those are big-time, big-time guys that – we haven't seen OU land many of outside of P.J. Atabare last year. It'll be really interesting, too, just as far as the way that they kind of redevelop that defensive line class because I don't think that you can just all of a sudden look up and bring in six freshmen and expect them to be difference makers, uh, especially as you're making a move into uh, you know the Southeastern Conference where you probably want some guys that are going to have uh, some type of – at least some type of – I keep experience. wanting to say, yeah, experience. I couldn't think of the fucking word. Uh, but, yeah, like it will be interesting to see. And I guess you can't predict who's going to be in the portal and things like that over the, next, over the course of the next year. But I'm sure that they're going to want to go after guys and, and, and try to build some type of depth, uh, you know, with the Derek LeBlancs of the world going into next season. And we're obviously talking two years from now. Yeah, I mean, and, Eddie, that's that's the really interesting part of this conversation is – that's great to sign all those really talented guys, but it's asking a ton of those guys. I mean, it's asking a lot to go into the Big 12, even as talented as they are, and make an impact as freshmen. I mean, I think anybody listening knows how what I think and you know what this whole what our whole podcast thinks of PJ Atabare, but 
that that guy in a perfect world is probably not starting this year just because of that's a lot to ask of a young guy. Um, but you throw him in the SEC where he's got to go down and play. You know, those guys got to go down and play in Baton Rouge as true freshmen or go to Tuscaloosa or whatever the schedule may look like. That's a huge ask. And even, God, I mean, guys, talk about Texas. I mean, they're the first time, you know, if a Williamson area is, you know, in Oklahoma's colors, first time he plays Texas, he's going to be going against Kelvin Banks, who might be at that point in time the best tackle in the country. Like, <laughs> there's a lot to unpack there. So I, I, I think it's going to be very interesting. I think that's kind of maybe what this Lane Jenkins offer does. It gives Oklahoma a little more flexibility, a little uh, a guy that they can get on campus. He's going to be a year ahead as far as the weight program, going through an extra summer, all those kind of things. So there's, there's a lot to take in. But, again, um, you look at what they're starting to put together. I mean, we can get into the barbecue weekend if we want to as, as we kind of move forward. But there are – so many big-time guys. I mean, just you, David Stone, Dominic McKinley, Nigel Smith, Jonah Jonah Ajanye, Zena Umizulu. I mean, like, that's five of the probably top 20 defensive linemen in the country are all going to be on campus at the exact same time, and I don't know if they're done. They they may add another guy. I mean, there's a there's a possibility of, of the guy that's kind of the, the talk of the board right now and Danny Okoye, the Tulsa NOAA player. Uh, I just want to tell Tiffany, uh, I, I heard it too, um, and I see what you're saying now. Uh, look, let's table the barbecue stuff, because I know Bob's got to run. Sure. Uh, but Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let me bring Bob in on this last recruiting thing I want to hit on because I think it's notable. Uh, you know, Jeff Levy, now the offensive coordinator, we know how the last guy recruited quarterbacks, which was basically one at a time, didn't want to chase anybody off. Uh, but then you kind of get in that situation like you did with uh, Austin Kendall. Where well, what's the guy it, just, no. wasn't the rule something to the effect of he, didn't, he only wanted to be chasing – one cart girl at a time. It wasn't one quarterback at a time. Okay, so you're <laughs> sure after last week. Now that's where you're going to go. Well, you're just you're sick. The way that you were talking about Lincoln Riley last week, <laughs> it really hurt at <laughs> his heart. It it hurt his feelings. He was listening and he uh, he he texted me and said that he took exception with the way that you spoke about him last week. And I just wanted to apologize yet again to the Riley family. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, what I wanted to ask Josh is, are you getting a sense with Jeff Lebby that uh, you know they're going to be bringing in more than one quarterback at times? I I think that's the case, and I I think it is Jeff Lebby evolving with the times because I you know whether it was Lincoln Riley or anyone else, most people kind of felt you know and and Lincoln did it to some degree where. He would bring in a big-time quarterback, and then he'd try to kind of backfill with a, whether it was a project or just someone that was, you know, obvious, uh, just a little bit of a different type of player. Um, you know, I, I think you would see those scenarios play out. But 
for what Carrie's talking about, the people that haven't read, you know, woke today, haven't gotten on the board, haven't been on the site, Oklahoma not just is pursuing a second quarterback, which they've been doing for a while. They are, I, I think, in very good shape to land Samaj Jones, the uh, the four-star quarterback from Philadelphia. And I, I when there was talk of this in March that this this was possible. Then it kind of quieted down after his visit, and especially after Michael Hawkins committed. But I spoke to a few sources this week. I don't think Penn State's heavily involved, and that was kind of the one school you thought, okay, you know, you could justify a Philadelphia kid picking Penn State over Oklahoma. Okay, like that, that's, that's practical. That makes some sense. But if this is really going to be down to Oklahoma, Cincinnati, and West Virginia – Oklahoma doesn't lose that battle if Oklahoma doesn't want to. I mean, in almost any situation any of us can think of. That That's just – the only one I can think of is Dante Stills and his father played at West Virginia. So that sort of stuff just doesn't happen. So I think that – I think Oklahoma very well may land Samaj Jones, and I think that's what they want to do. And, I, you know, guys, I was kind of thinking about it. You look at the, the numbers for next year, I mean – you you very well may lose Dylan Gabriel. You don't know what Davis Bevel is going to want to do. Maybe he'll decide I want to go play, you know, D two or FCS. Like I, I want a chance to play out one year as a starting quarterback. And then you literally don't have a scholarship quarterback behind Jackson Arnold. Like you have no one, and that's that's got to be scary. So you throw in Michael Hawkins and uh, Samaj Jones. All of a sudden, I mean, they're young and there's a lot to learn. But at the same time, you've provided yourself depth and an ability just to run a basic practice, if nothing else. All right. Um, did and, you know, did I, we already talk Sims? No. No, we have not. No. Okay. Because, I mean, you're just taking away your softball time if you want to keep going, because you know Josh, you won't stop talking. <laughs> I got to ask the question, though, because you mentioned the defensive linemen. They're taking a bunch. Mm-hmm. Does that mean the Davian Sims might be a realistic take Saturday, where maybe – month ago you might have thought it was the Spartans for sure I I I will I won't lie I had my doubts as of two weeks ago probably and but I I've spoken to a few sources he's a take he absolutely is um I don't know if that was I I've heard some talks that, oh that was a smoke screen or something you know th- that stuff can be hard to decipher it really can but I know at this point Oklahoma plans to take him and with what we're hearing, and, you know, uh, I don't want to act like it was solely me. I know this is something, you know, several of us have heard and that they're planning to take, I mean, a lot, a, a, almost a two deep of defensive linemen. So I think that's part of the equation is that he is a guy that within those numbers, they can make that work. Um, he's a tremendously talented guy, but uh, again, I, I saw him live last year. He had a sack. I mean, he, he wasn't terrible or anything but the competition level he plays against I would like to see him be more dominant than he is and that's that's what will be interesting to see his senior year I mean obviously if he commits to Oklahoma we'll catch him in a game and kind of see where that goes but um, I I like where Oklahoma is my impression is that no one is certain of what he's going to do I think it's probably going to come down to OU and Oregon I've heard some chatter about Colorado over the last 24 hours so that's kind of interesting to watch with all that we've seen Deion Sanders be able to pull off and you know his time at Jackson State and now at Colorado but um and by the way that's that's huge for the algorithm we got a Deion Sanders chat in there so we just got a ton more listeners but um 
but yeah, I, like I said, I, I like where um, I like where OU is, and we'll kind of we'll keep watching it. Obviously, George is going to be down there Saturday at his announcement, so we'll we'll have plenty from it. At, you know, kind of whichever way that goes. All right, uh, we will get back. We'll we'll talk a little barbecue here. Uh, but Bob's uh, he's on short time. He's going to go uh, check with Patty Gasso. He's going to have some media today. Here's my question, uh, and I'm sure it wouldn't be a, a regional situation, but I'm trying to think who was the pitcher. Was it v- was it like Virginia Commonwealth? Who was the pit- the purple team last year? James Madison. James Madison. Yeah, it was like, James Madison. Are there is there any chance that there is a pitcher like that that you know OU is going to find in in their regional? Or does Clemson have one of those if they match up with them in the Super Region? Odyssey, right? Her name Odyssey. is yes. Odyssey Sims? I, I think I believe like that's that right. Is. But I, there's looking at this week weekend's group of teams, no. There's not that scary pitcher. Alexander. Alexander. That is, Odyssey Alexander. Okay, so we were not we were, we were not close. <laughs> but, but <laughs> well, right. I mean, we got the first name right, and I would have definitely spelled it wrong. <laughs> O-D-I-C-C-I. Yes, it was strange. It was definitely strange. All right, go ahead. But yeah, but there's no, like, standout ace among Hofstra, Missouri, or Cal that OU fans should really be worried about, especially in a double elimination format. I mean, it's it's really hard to try to say there should be concern at all going this week, especially the way they handled last weekend. That was, like, that's what a championship team does. They take care of business. Iowa State, Texas, 15-1, to 1, never in doubt. It's like, that was a single-game format where you could have slipped up. And there's like, that's not the mindset of this team. Their eyes are on the prize of May and June. They've reached it. They're playing at the level that they want to be at. Will 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 fans be disappointed if there aren't run rules? Yes, all, all over the place in this thing for OU. Yes, and or should uh, they be? I mean, and maybe you know at least for this for for this weekend, sure, especially for that first game. I know Hofstra's riding a high, you know, winning the Colonial Championship with a walk off, and they're feeling good about themselves. But yeah, if if it's not ten to nothing by like the fourth inning. Friday afternoon. There's going to be a lot of people wondering what the heck is uh, going on. And I think that'd be something that Patty's mentioned time and time again is how many runners they've left on base throughout the course of this, of the season. So if they've looked for something to really hone into throughout the course of this week with their practices, it would be probably that some more timely clutch hitting. If you had to guess, I mean, the big 12 was only a two game, you know, thing for them. Now you're going into a real, you know, tournament format. Do you think Jordy Ball gets the ball first, or do they stick yes. with Starocco? I was a little surprised. Alex got the call last week, and, and but then I guess no one really did. No one pitched more than four innings, which is amazing that you could go and Deal even saw some action, right? Yeah, yeah, like all four saw some time, and no one went more than four innings, and that's the luxury, of course, that the Sooners have. So it's hard to say, oh, like Alex was the number one starter for that weekend. It's just that's the way it worked out. She threw three innings and was done. It's like they haven't, again, they've been able to rest all those arms throughout the entire season. I expect Jordy to get the nod Friday afternoon, and it wouldn't surprise me again if she only goes like three innings. If they get that type of lead that they should get by that point, there's no reason that deal shouldn't be seeing the circle around the fourth inning. We kind of talked about this before you got here. Um, 
is Jada the player that was most screwed for not being in that final three for yes. national player of the year? Uh, yes. You don't I think Jordy and her kind of knocked each other out maybe? Or I just said when you add in Jada's defense, she might, I think she's the best all-around player in the entire country, and I was a little surprised that she didn't make the cut. And then that kind of goes with what uh, how Patty's answered that question the entire year. It's like, I get people have like nominated this girl or that girl, but we feel it's the entire team. Like if it's not her, it's someone else. Like I can make a case for Alyssa Brito. I can make a case for Grace Lent. Like she could go up and down that lineup, up and down those that pitching staff and say, This is why that person deserves that type of honor. So I guess if you're trying to give any sort of motivation to a team that's fifty one and one, job uh, job well done. <laughs> Which is like it was gonna be an impossible <laughs> <Yeah>. task. <laughs> Well, hey, I said, they, they, I said before, I mean, like the jealousy that is that exists yeah. out there. I mean, you look at all the tra- Haley Lee and Starocco and all the transfers they got. That not like we talk about that in football all the time. Like, is it an impact transfer or is it just another guy or another girl? Patty has brought in <laughs> monsters in the transfer portal. Yeah, I mean, and from- that I mean, like Mike, like is it Mike White uh, at Texas? Like, the jealousy was obvious with him, too. Yeah, and his answers, like, he's talking about, yo, we recruited Jordy, or we recruited Alex. It's like kind of nudge, nudge, you know, we thought we could have had him, but Patty and her ways, somehow, they ended <laughs> up being Sooners. But, yeah, even Sid, uh, Sydney Sanders, who's been, right, yeah, been coming on, yeah. coming around now, and she seems to be at the number three spot here during the last couple of weeks. That'll be something... I'll, I'll watch throughout the weekend. Does the lineup stay the same? Is some, we talked about that last week, too. Does Is the lineup set at this point, or is she still going to be tinkering? Like, okay, if you're third this day and you're not hitting well, do you move, like, to six? Will lefty-righty matchups determine where they are in the, in, in the lineup, or does Patty just say, these are the nine that I trust in these type of spots, and this is what we're going with? All right, uh... Anybody else want to hit on any other softball with Bob? I mean, it's just it's it's not hard to like talk about this team because they're so great, but it's hard to ask questions to you about like what's to be expected. Yeah, it is when you're not talking about like okay, well, are they going to win by ten or are they going <laughs> to win by fifteen? Like, and especially this weekend where you know I I would think for the most part they're going to run Rule Hofstra, they're probably going to beat the shit out of whoever they play between Missouri and Cal. Especially if M- Mizzou and Cal, like, go seven hard innings. Yeah, they like, sh- if it's that- a super competitive game, like, it should be when it's two versus three. Yeah. What what are they going to have left in the tank come Saturday? I mean, I, I guess I wonder what, like, will Kirsten Deal pitch this weekend? Like, th- those are the types of things I guess you can kind of get into when you're talking about ramping up. But then again, what, they're only they only need – three games to get through this weekend so like you need to get those girls work I would imagine in the circle at some point because you might only play five games over the next 13 days before you get to Oklahoma City yeah and you look at you know what how they fared against the other top seeds I put that tweet out Sunday it's like 15 and 0 against the top 16 seeds this season I mean they Patty fought so hard to make this schedule as competitive and you know as tough as possible, they did a lot of interesting things, going to Baton Rouge and other things like that, playing the Bruins in California in the first couple of weeks of the season. It simply has not mattered. I guess the one thing that you, if you really want to nitpick, and you mentioned this this morning, Bob, was the fact that you know they have not, I they have not fared well over the last two weeks with the bases loaded and 
Like, what a weird, strange weird. thing to bitch and complain about. But I do think when you get into the tougher competition, whether it be, uh, you know, in a super regional or in Oklahoma City at the Women's College World Series, like, you can lose a game if you leave the bases loaded. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, Starocco gets into a little bit of trouble and they're able to get that base hit in the gap or score a couple runs. Uh, now, I don't, like, it, it's kind of like what, Carrie and I were talking about before you got here, Bob. It's like, I don't think that there's a team in the country that can beat them twice. Exactly. But maybe you can. And then all of a sudden your backs are up against the wall and you have to do what you did two years ago uh, when you run through the loser's bracket. Yeah. And I mean, you look at this week and they haven't lost a regional game since 2019. So they're not, doesn't seem like there's going to be a lot of concern about what they go out and, and, and do, but they're just going to have to have that same mindset that they've carried with them throughout the last, you know, two, three, three months. This is why they are where, uh, you know, where they are. And, you know, the pitchers bring it. It's going to be very tough to beat them. Again, if you get them once, be a heck of a lucky day, but it's going to be a Herculean challenge to try to get them twice. Sure. Uh, the coverage will be ramping up uh, with softball, uh, with the regionals getting started. Bob's going to be there for uh, everything moving forward. Uh, George might even dip his toes into some stuff a little bit as well. Uh, so all hands on deck uh, for the softball coverage. We're, we're glad that everybody's reacting so well to it. Uh, and it's been a lot of fun. I Let's I'm get all so these glad. gone by the time we, uh, by all the these, time they uh, hit Oklahoma City. Yeah, t-shirts. I'm, I'm talking about the t-shirts. Run, rule, repeat. Yeah, we we still got. I lots mean, of honestly, them. we do have a lot of them. But I mean, this is the second batch that will probably be gone. I would imagine this is the third. This would be the third batch. This is the third batch mm -hmm. of shirts. That's unbelievable. It's crazy. Plus, we added the women's V-neck and the youth sizes. And we are like we we we're still stocked up on those, but they are going rather quickly yeah you want to get them now yeah. i mean as fast as you can question for carrie sure. does it help when they're on like espn or the deuce or you compared something to happened over this weekend because we yeah, came in monday really morning weird. and there were 40 orders probably yeah, something like that i think i think a lot of times people see them at the ballpark and they say where did you get that and it kind of spreads like it's it's like a real grassroots thing like i know if we had the ability to go out and sit in front of marita hines they'd all be gone like immediately I mean, we, I guess, have the ability. <laughs> it, it would just be the ability. Are you of, thinking kiosk, Carrie? I, not, much, not as much of a kiosk. I, let's just go <laughs> true grassroots. Arms in the air. We got large in this hand. We got extra large in this hand. Yeah. We're just 25 bucks. You give me cash. Cold, hard cash. Yeah. Do people carry cash nowadays? That's a good point. I don't well, think that there's a lot of people that do. I do because of Mexican taco trucks. That's fair, and, and that's, Rico's right. Mr. Next Rico to us. is yeah. a uh, is a. Uh, we need to get him a shirt. How about that? I wonder if we could get him a uh, a full fledged Sooner Scoop closet of shirts if he would give us like two days a month of <laughs> free tacos. <laughs> have you ever? Uh, but have you ever deviated from just the taco, at Rico's? I haven't. They're too good. The I, it's hard to go. It's hard to go away man. from them. His quesadillas, I think, are the best. I think everything he makes is really good. I, I didn't know that it's he's a uh, Keon Coleman has committed to Florida State. There you go, the uh, wide receiver out of Michigan State. That just breaking across the uh, the wire, the Sooner Scoop wire. Do we have the a wire? Um, the internets. 
There you go. Uh, Bob, anything else that you wanted to get out there? I mean, basketball stuff. I mean, I know you wrote an article about kind of what's left. and Yeah, and just, uh, I mean, I put it in the Portal Mosier thread yesterday. It's a dead period starting tomorrow through next Friday, and there are no visits this week. So obviously there's no visits going in ahead into next week. And I think the date to circle will be May 31st. That's when... If you declared for the NBA draft and you want to come back to school, that's your deadline. And so many kids, what, they, I declare for the draft, and I'm also putting my name in the portal. So it'll be those kids that are now coming back but are in the portal. And that's where OU will still have to try to find a starting power forward. All right, the man who is uh, becoming uh, the, the man that cracks the whip around here, Bob Prisbillo. We're giving him more responsibilities uh, congratulations on the new position, Bob. Thank uh, you very much. Bumped up about it. Uh, kind of our, our new, I guess, you know, we're not real big on titles around here. Like Josh and I still don't even really know what to call ourselves after 20 years. Uh, but more of an editor-in-chief role for Bob Prisbillo moving forward. So glad to have him. Glad very to good. have the new role as well. Very good. We certainly need it. Uh, we Direction, need someone to boss us around. Accountability. Yeah. Need all of that. Yes. <laughs> I do, at least. Uh, all right, uh, Bob, I know you got to get over to softball and, and Patty, so uh, you're free to take off, man, if you want to. You want to hang out, uh, keep doing that. But uh, I, I know uh, we need to mention that uh, pr- I, my parent, my mom asked me the other day, like, what type of shrimp should I get from Prime Shrimp? So, like, if you haven't taken advantage of Prime Shrimp's great offer, my mom's getting ready to, and she knows nothing about Oklahoma football or recruiting or anything. Uh, so, primeshrimp.com. Go check it out. All the different great variations. You got the Cajun seasoning. Uh, you got the, the, the Louisiana shrimp boil. Uh, if you're into the, the New Orleans style, also the New Orleans barbecue. Uh, the French Quarter Alfredo is really, really good. Uh, if you want something lighter, the garlic and, and herb uh, shrimp is out there. Lemon and cracked pepper, uh, also one of their newest uh, ones that I know Josh and his family really like. So primeshrimp.com. Uh, Use the promo code U40, U40, and you get 25% off your entire order of $50 and more. Uh, and, you know, it makes sense, too. I should say this. Like, they ship this stuff in dry ice. It's not the cheapest shipping in the world. Um, like, especially the further away from Louisiana you are. Uh, like, Josh is probably pretty cheap being in Houston. I mean, we're not bad in Oklahoma. Uh, but that 25% off really does help you out uh, with the shipping uh, and you want to order at least five packs of that stuff or more uh, because uh, it's frozen already. It comes to you frozen. You put it in the in the boiling water for less than 10 minutes. Uh, maybe make some rice or some pasta, uh, some grits or something with them. And you got a restaurant-quality meal. So primeshrimp.com. Go check them out. Use that promo code U40 uh, and uh, get them before my mom does because uh, then you're just a loser if, if that's the case. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, so we, we said we were going to talk some uh, recruiting barbecue uh, and, you know, a big weekend coming up. And obviously, you know, like you said, that's where this class really started forming a year ago, Josh. Uh, how, you expect kind of the same timeline. Yeah, I, I, I do. I think that's a really safe bet. Um, like, you know, as I said earlier, I expect Oklahoma's going to land a commitment this weekend from Zadavian Sims, uh, the uh, the big-time defensive who? lineman out of Durant. Oh, there we um, go. And I, I'm sitting there trying to put some context to it and know <laughs> his uh, his ranking, but I'm still learning all the new rankings, so it's taken me a minute with some things. So, um, But, yeah, 
and the kids. <laughs> there is my there is my five year old asking for a snack. So, yes, you may have a snack. Go ahead. No matter. She has not talked to me for two hours. The second I started in the podcast, she's come in twice. What so they, that is she that's, going that's with? Little, life. Maybe a little Marlboro, a little menthol, uh, a pudding cup. Guess, <laughs> I'm gonna guess we're gonna go with a little uh, popcorn action, little smart pop. Uh, that, that'd smart. be that's become a, that'd be where uh, a I was staple guess of the office. Yeah, here. we've got the we got the little mini smart mm-hmm. pop bags or the uh, smart popcorn. Oh bag. yeah, we didn't get the ones that's, with the butter That is though. a must. They're a little dry. I'll bring the Nutrisystem ones that I have. Those things Those are, are like badass. That's the best bon- popcorn yes. I've ever had. The Nutrisystem popcorn is crack. <laughs> it it's really so is. Good. It's so good. Like I w- When I was doing that, I would get like 10 bags of popcorn. They would be gone like, in uh, the It's the only thing that I week. eat. Yeah. You could never order enough on your plan. They really are. It really is. It's kind of like, like, what is in this type of deal? got to be cocaine or heroin. And it's not cocaine. I know that because <laughs> I, I usually fall asleep after I eat it. Are you guys just talking about the skinny pop? Well, well it's, it's it like their version of this. Like I'll bring a bag system up has okay. popcorn, and it's unbelievable. I'll have to check that out. I love popcorn. It's, it's, it's really very good. expensive, though. Everything Nutrisystem is very expensive. And it's really hard to cancel, too, but I did. It is like the hardest thing that you could possibly ask, be asked to do is cancel that stuff. Like they don't allow you to almost. I, it's like if you, I, I was actually kind of pissed off about this. If you try to cancel it, it's like a hundred and eighty bucks, and it's like, well, I might as well just keep getting this shit because yeah. it's like three hundred bucks, and I just don't want to go through the effort. <laughs> I I did cancel my master class the other day. I, I got that during the pandemic to watch like all the Gordon Ramsay cooking stuff. That's really expensive too. All right, Josh, go ahead about the... What kind of barbecue are they going to have, by the way? Uh, yeah, we're... I, I don't know. We're efforting that so that you guys can be part of that. You know, get in there, get a little barbecue for everybody at uh, well, the Scoop staff. I'm, I'm raised, sure the, I mean, I think they the should... The coaches are going to sign off on that. Yeah, They're they, doing it wrong They should it's not raised. fully, like, just completely turn around the product if it's not raised. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, again, I to... To what you know, I was talking about with Carrie is this. This feels like a lot like last summer, where you're hearing a lot of guys, a lot of big momentum. Um, something that came out today that I thought was really interesting. Uh, our guy Sam Spiegelman had had been hearing he talks that you know he's a Louisiana native. You know, for those that aren't familiar with Sam, one of the on three national guys. Uh, I've worked with Sam for several years. He was at Rivals with us for a time. Um, very, very dug in in Louisiana. Really knows a lot of the folks down there. And uh, went by to see Dominic McKinley yesterday, the big five-star defensive lineman, uh, number 19 overall player in the country, a uh, kid out of Lafayette, Louisiana, that um, is pretty serious about Oklahoma. The more I hear, the more I like it. I think, again, I don't want to get everybody over there uh, out of hand and crazy. LSU, beating LSU for elite linemen, in their own state is really, really hard to do. But he he was initially expected to come in June 9th. He has now said he will be there on the barbecue weekend. I think if, you, if people are looking for something to read into, read into that. When you see guys that are coming in that weekend rather than June 9th or one of the other weekends – I think that's a really interesting thing to track. Like, for example, Weston Davis, the big offensive lineman from Beaumont, is coming in June 9th. 
I don't take that as a great sign. I think that's because I know that's not what OU's pushing. They want everybody to come in on that big kind of hallmark weekend. The only other really concerning part is that's also the weekend Williamson area is coming in. Um, I, I don't know. Again, I don't take that as a great thing. I also think Oklahoma's in pretty good shape with him. So I, I don't, it's not a deal breaker. I just think it is a very good sign when these guys are choosing to visit Oklahoma on that June 16th weekend because I think it says a lot about kind of where their hierarchy is of things. Uh, I mentioned Samaj Jones, the quarterback from uh, St. Joseph's in Philadelphia. He'll be there. Uh, Bennett Warren, the big offensive lineman from the Houston area. He'll be there. Uh, I mentioned Umazulu, uh, Nigel Smith. Uh, James Peoples is still listed on there. He is an Ohio State commitment. I am not expecting him on there and probably need to just go into the database and kind of take that off. Uh, Michael Hawkins will also be there, which is which is interesting. I mean, you talk about Samaj Jones, Michael Hawkins. If Oklahoma's bringing them both in there, I think it's something they've clearly – and, I mean, that's not surprising, but they've clearly covered it with both these guys, like – you're going to be part of a two-quarterback class. We want you to come in and compete. We need someone in there who can immediately help us, and I'm sure both those guys think I'm going to come in in January and I'm going to battle Jackson Arnold. I mean, I'm sure those are confident young guys. That's that's the way they're going to see that. So, uh, you know, and there is we, – we can go over the Danny Okoye visit and all that's going on with him, but there's – you're really starting to rapidly see things pick up for Oklahoma right now. By the way, uh, Dead Soxy, make sure you go check them out. Uh, I will be posting this forward or later in the pod, earlier in the podcast since I blew them off. But uh, Dead Soxy, uh, great socks. We all love them. Uh, they'll be draped all over the studio once we start going live. Uh, but those guys have been fantastic to work with. Uh, Dead Soxy, D-E-A-D-S-O-X-Y.com. And really, we don't have to say much. They're the best freaking socks that you're going to get. I mean, the, the, the no-shows. I just ordered some more. And I'll tell you this, their website is freaking fantastic. Like, they make me feel like I'm so poor when I look at Sooner Scoop Store because, like, they've got all this stuff plugged in. Their customer service is amazing. Uh, you Just the care that they show you once you, once you buy socks from them, uh, they're always checking in on you, uh, maybe, you know, giving you an offer for, you know, they got this going on, like, Get on their email list. Like, once you're a dead Soxy customer, that'll be the only sock that you'll buy for, for dress socks uh, because they're so good and they take care of you. Uh, they basically welcome you into the dead Soxy family. So go check them out. Use that promo code. You uh, Scoop. Get my promo code straight. Uh, scoop and get 25% off your entire order, uh, even sale items. So go check them out, deadsoxy.com. Is this a situation that, I mean... Th- they certainly won't be done by the start of the end of the football season. But, I mean, how far along over under – I'm just trying to think this through in my head. It's like mm-hmm. over under 18 by the start of, hmm. let's say, August 1. Would that – is that a good number? I, I think that's that's a pretty good over under. I, I, I would – you said August 1? Yeah. I would probably because be... that's when everything will usually people start ramping up for high school mm-hmm. seasons, getting it done before the start of a senior season. They're at uh, what are we at right now? They're at one, two, three, four, five, six, six with uh, yeah, six with yep. uh, the kid from yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so twelve more 
would would that be a good number going into August into the start of the football season? I think that's pretty fair because if if you know, and you can kind of go along, you know, with just looking at it position by position. Quarterback, I think they're going to add one in that time frame. Um, running back, I think you'll probably at least see one in that time, maybe two. Uh, wide receiver, you know, uh, things are getting interesting with Bryant Wesco. That that's going to be more of a battle than I had thought a month ago. It's kind of the opposite of what some of these other guys. Where I'm like, oh hey, Oklahoma's moving in the right direction. Feels like Bryant Wesco and OU, it's 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 kind of moving back more into the middle rather than OU kind of way out in front. With um, I think there's several factors, but I don't think there's any refuting that his sister not being on campus and transferring to North Texas after uh, Oklahoma had a change in the soccer coaching staff. Uh, I think um, it has an impact. It just does. So. I think you've got to watch that one. Uh, on the offensive lineman, I, I don't know of a lot of guys that are imminent. I do know Casey Poe is going to decide right around that time, and Oklahoma's getting his last official visit on July 28th. So that will be that. That's going to be really interesting to see what his, you know, how that all plays out. The defensive line, you could have. I mean, I think the best news for OU fans is there's a very real chance that you've got three or four commitments by August 1st. I mean, like, and I know people are going to be like, no way. I'm not certain that's what it happens like, but I will not be surprised. I, I think, like I said, you get Sims on Saturday, and then you start rolling downhill. I think David Stone is getting closer to a decision. Um, Danny Okoye, I think, is going to take a while, but it wouldn't. Sh he's such a wild card. There's a lot of things that could go in very different directions. Uh, Williams Naneri, uh, Nigel Smith is going to. I think his last officials early September. So he'll run it out a little farther than that. But, I mean, there are absolutely a lot of cards in play here that, that could come down in the next, you know, what, two months? What does it mean, like, for, I don't know, maybe even for this class to have a guy that's starting to get the hype like Kevin Sperry committed for 2025? I think it's I think it's really telling, and I think, um, you know, I don't know how much I talked about that last week, but just going to see him – I was a skeptic's hard to say, but like I didn't know enough about him. Um, seeing him at the Under Armour camp a couple of months ago, and then seeing him again uh, last week, there's guys there. I, it's a it's a lot to lay at a kid's feet. There are some Jackson Arnold things there. Like there is some stuff that you just kind of can't believe is. Um, going the way it is yes yeah, so and now my doorbell is ringing so oh, we hear it, it is yeah. non-stop chaos for me hey hang on <laughs> get him on the pod get him on the yeah, pod. get him on the pod ask him to come on linda ask oh, him to come on the world famous yeah. pod who is mm -hmm. it is it your mm -hmm. friend q that you always talk about <laughs> <laughs> the cannon clay bont claycomb kid from alabama goes at about six he's a golfer uh -huh. for alabama he goes at about probably i don't know what do you think like six two and a half I bet he's every bit of two fifty five. I was gonna say two seventy. He's, he's a he's a hefty boy. Let's oh, just wow. let's just say he can throw back some beers. I bet. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I just saw he's the great, good too. I saw the great Bunky Perkins had uh, tweeted a picture of him today. Just that stud. Does and, he have that uh, Alabama hair too? No. Cannon Claybon. He retweeted it. He said all it said was always bulk, never cut. <laughs> <laughs> he is a big a great, big boy. 
He's that's a good awesome. golfer, though. Yeah. He's a really good golfer. He had nice touch around the greens, from what I saw. Uh, everybody that plays for Alabama seems like a pretty good golfer. They should be. Uh, yeah, they're they're kind. Of, I I don't know if they're like back back. I think they had a pretty good three days. Like I don't think that they're anywhere near uh, what they were with JT and that whole group of guys. Uh, but yeah, they're they're really really good. Is Josh back? I don't yeah. know. I hear the breeze. Oh. Yes, I, I Who am. Who was back. at the door? And, uh, again, the. Yeah, we demand to know. Uh, the. Um, we, we have a. This week has been a thing. Our humidif- uh, dehumidifier has crapped out on us. So it's about like 85% humidity in my house right now. Oh. So. Uh, well, at least you're not he showed in Houston. up about an hour before he was supposed to. Yeah, yeah, humidity's not really a problem <laughs> here. The so that, that's the exciting yeah. news. You always get a good, good I pull had to down go there. Buy, I had to go buy like a little portable dehumidifier, and like you have to empty the tray. That thing, a little, it's sitting in one of my bathtubs. Like yeah. it's off kind of on the side of my house. And if it runs for, I don't know, three hours, there is. I. I not a gallon, but probably like a half gallon of water just in the bottom of this dehumidifier for me to drain out. Like that's how insane the humidity is. So thankfully the dehumidifier crapped out, you know, in May. So there's no real need for it. That sounds about how it was over at the, uh, the COVID compound when I had to go buy a dehumidifier and it would fill up and then I'd have to empty it out, which now I kind of realize mm-hmm. I went and bought like a $300 dehumidifier. I wonder what the resale value is on that. Don't thing. need it anymore. I don't need it anymore. No, and I'm probably not going to want to move it. Sounds like you're both victims of big dehumidifier. Well, I I'll be a de- victim because I can't be in big a I can't be in an apartment or house that isn't dehumidified. It's 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 Man, actually like, it's just not possible. It's not a thing. Um, so is that yeah, the thing? So if everyone it, in Houston has a de- dehumidifier. A lot of people do a lot. I mean, uh, it, it's pretty commonplace. Like I, it wasn't something that we, you know, we built this house and it wasn't something we like, wasn't an option that we put in. It was just part of the building. So, um, it's, it's pretty commonplace. Cause it's just, it, it's hard to make. I mean, like this house, like I said, it's two years old. It's really all the, the advancements in window seal and all that kind of stuff. Like that's great. But you know, if you've got kids and dogs, your doors are open, and I mean, your house is going to be at seventy percent humidity before you know it. And I don't care how cool you keep it; you're just going to be miserable. Hmm. Something I've never thought. So of. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wondered if that was going to because I it's not something I ever thought about when I lived in Oklahoma. That is for sure. Um. So yeah. Um. Sorry about having to have some filler there, but yeah. Uh. I I do. I like, you know, and I, we can kind of pick up wherever you, you guys what? want to, but yeah. I, I, just to wrap it up, I, I do, do what? think <laughs> you're going to see a big, big June and July. Oh, yeah. And we were talking about Sperry, um, kind of what Is he means for the, the 2025 oh, yeah. class. Yeah, what he means to the 24 class, even. You having a guy that's yeah, coming in. I mean, like and, that. And, and, and he's been active in that. Like he, I, now he's. I, I do almost wonder if there is something between he and Michael Hawkins where it's kind of like, you do 24, I'll do 25. Like It feels like they're being very careful about Because when I talked to Kevin last week and the, the interview's up on the site, uh, he really only mentioned 2025 guys, like really only had that conversation. And I know talking to Zion Kearney a couple of days later at his practice, 
he mentioned talking to Mike, but and he goes, you know, I kind of know who Kevin is, but I don't like we haven't talked a lot. So I wonder if they're kind of just addressing it on those lines and kind of letting each other work in their own class or whatever. But uh, obviously, there's going to be exceptions because Devon Mitchell is now a 2025 guy, uh, you know, for the time being. And I know Michael Hawkins has been working him hard since long before he committed, honestly. Speaking of uh, a guy that's currently in the class, Josh, you, you mentioned it going out to see uh, Zion Kearney. That, kid, that guy physically, I was not expecting him to be that well put together uh, from what for the, the video that you uh, sent back. Yeah, he was a guy I had a chance to see last season. And I, I had the same response when I saw him then, Eddie. It was like, oh, man, this guy is really well put together because he's listed at 6'2", 195. And if that's off, it's not off by much. I mean, maybe five pounds. He is a big, strong guy, really kind of powerful in the lower body, kind of one of those guys that almost looks like a running back with the way he's put together. But um, – very explosive, uh, really fits Jeff Levy well because he's going to want to stretch the field, loves to work vertically, and he's one of those guys that, you know, we've all seen it watching OU receivers through the years. There's, there's certain guys that they look like they're running fast, and then when the ball is in the air and it's they've really got to reach to get it, they kind of have that extra gear. He's one of those guys. Like, he can just go – he has that little extra when he needs it, and you can tell. And the day I went and saw him, unfortunately – their quarterback had gotten into, I don't know, some some issue, and so he had to sit out of practice. And so they had, like, their offensive coordinator was running the practice at quarterback, so not a lot of great opportunities for him to catch the ball and show some highlights, but we got a little bit into it. And um, I, I really thought, uh, again, you're just talking about a guy with a lot of physical tools, and he talked about it in the interview. Like I said, knows Hawkins, likes Sperry for what he's seen of him. But you could tell he was pretty impressed with Jackson Arnold um, at the spring game that he was at. And what was funny is he mentioned he didn't actually get to stay until the end and watch that last drive with Jackson Arnold. But he did get to um, – uh, he said he went back on YouTube that night and watched it probably on the Sooner Scoop feed, if I was going to guess. But uh, definitely got a look at the, um, you know, the guy that I think we all kind of see as the heir apparent as Oklahoma's quarterback. All right. Uh, anything else of note that you wanted to get out there on recruiting, Josh, going on right now? Um, no, nothing I can think of. Now, I will say it is interesting being able to watch you guys and, you know, you and Tiffany giving me a hard time about my long-windedness. I can tell you're caught off guard as I try to cut myself short and not be so damn long-winded that people are not prepared for me to have not filled five minutes of uh, airtime. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I think Bob, yeah. Bob, why are Just you raising yeah. your hand? I agree. Yep, there's a shirt. I agree. Sorry, Josh. Yes, you you caught me off guard a couple times by ending so abruptly. <laughs> Bob, I didn't know you were still there. I thought you had. I thought you were off to Patty. I'm about to leave in about five minutes. Okay. Okay. All good. Um. Yeah, I don't uh, – Bob, is there anything you can think of that we – I mean, we've covered Sims, um, talked some about the barbecue and how that's starting to build a little bit. Oh, I guess Danny Okoye. I've kind of referenced it yeah. a little bit. Um, the, uh, the the big defensive end from Tulsa Noah, the guy that I think is the number one player in the state, Danny Okoye is freakishly, freakishly gifted. He is a very talented young guy. Um, 
one of those guys that I think just like Oklahoma, I, I thought has played him, not played him, but has handled him really well because Danny was very honest probably three, four months ago that his mom just wasn't interested in him going to Oklahoma. And that was going to be a real roadblock. And I think he talked about, you know, with me recently, we, we had kind of a long conversation actually while I was coming back from that Dallas trip last week. Um, and he talked about his mom just kind of saying, hey, this, this needs to be you. You do whatever you want to do. And it's really just kind of let him take his the bull by the horns in his own recruitment. I think otherwise he probably ends up at Oklahoma State. Now oh, I don't really expect Oklahoma State to make his top ten that he'll release on Saturday. So I, I think that is going to be really interesting to watch. But this is a guy that Miguel Chavis is building a relationship with. I expect him to be on campus on Friday. Uh, it's his first unofficial visit um, to Norman since Brent Venables took over. So that kind of tells you – how long things got interrupted and, you know, how much things have kind of changed in his recruitment. So I think that could happen. And then it'll be interesting to see how OU plays that because we've talked a lot about they want guys to take their their official visits very close to when they're going to decide, as close as they can possibly make it. With him, I I think – I mean, Danny's talking about taking 10 official visits. I don't think that's going to happen, but that's where Danny's head's at. So they may push him back into the season, bring him in as one of the the few official visits for a game weekend or something along those lines. But um, that we'll kind of have to see how that goes. But they are – they've gone from a complete afterthought in his recruitment to I think one of the – probably top two or three options, maybe along with like Tennessee and Colorado or a couple that are also really uh, standing out to him, in my opinion. It, it's also one of those things that, you know, I, I think any three of us that have spent time around Miguel Chavis, I, it's, it, I guess it probably shouldn't be a surprise uh, that he's putting in effort there and it's being what we sounds like seems to be received rather well from the Okoye side of things. It is that one. And that was always the mystifying thing to me is because Danny and Miguel seem like a really good fit for each other. They're both very outgoing, very open, um, just honest guys, you know, and really uh, very easy to talk with. And I, I think that was I, I just felt like, man, if you got those two in a room, they're going to fill three hours before they know what's happened. And so that was just always kind of surprising. But again, there there was a factor that Danny acknowledged, and I think Oklahoma always respected that he was honest about it and just said, I don't want to, you know, give you guys a false impression. I just don't think my mom's going to let me do that. And now that she's kind of changed how she wants to be involved with this, I think it opens the door for him, and if that's what he wants to do, that's what they're going to let him do it. Uh, Excuse me, that she's going to let him do it. So uh, the fact that that's kind of come off and almost immediately he's going to come down to campus, I think that's very telling. Um... And I, the other thing that I like about this as far as for Oklahoma, Danny wanted to keep this quiet. This kind of got out, and then, um, it, the, excuse me, the, he wanted to keep the unofficial visit on Friday kind of quiet. I think he wanted to, like, almost surprise OU fans, kind of have it be a, a big thing. And, it, it, you know, some people kind of leaked it, and there's nothing he could do about that. But um, there is uh, – I when you start seeing guys do things like that and they feel like it's a big deal, I think that can be kind of telling. You sure you're done? 
Yeah, I, again, I, I'm, I, I got to find some way, like some sort of abrupt ending, so you guys know when it, when it's actually over. Just a really awkward, just stop mid word in a sentence. <laughs> we could, uh, yeah, I mean, we could, we could, uh, we could just put. Uh, I've got a thing like, I nobody can see this, but I've got this thing. Here's the bad part for you, Josh. I need another computer on top of the computer I already have because that's occupied oh, in the other room. Oh, I mean, Eddie, you can see Eddie's laptop. I mean, did you put new duct tape mm-hmm. on that recently? I did. And this, this, I think this could probably, <laughs> I'm not lying. I think we get through another football season. <laughs> no, you're not going to. I think we could, time. though, if we had to. Just keep it. Maybe that becomes our the, Zoom computer. It very well could. Yeah. yeah I mean, One it of the works things perfectly. I respect about Eddie, he knows that we could get him a new computer, and yet he still will just drag that almost oh, dead beast yeah. along Look, with him. it's not, I mean, it's, this it's thing not is... something, what Eddie does is not something to be proud of. It's not that, Josh. It's not that he, <laughs> like, it, it, he has to put the power cord underneath his, well, no, he has to it, trap look it, it underneath look at it, look at it. the laptop. It's just when I'm in there because it's coming from the side, uh-huh. and it just, I don't feel like it's in there as tightly. Because it's not. It's like, it's a shitty, it's, that computer needs this to be com- thrown in the this trash. Thing, no, this thing. But here's the thing, Josh. Been around for a while. No, he, he's. It's not that he's he's doing something good for the company. Eddie hates change. <laughs> no. No, he hates. He's gonna hate that he's gonna have another laptop. Like every time I say, "Man, that looks like shit," and you're like, "Man, this is the best laptop I've ever had." It really is. Though. You get this attached is the, to things. This is the best laptop. Maybe I'm a hoarder. Am I a you hoarder? You might be a potential. I'm hoarder. a hoarder of. Uh, I was. Things that I like. So, like, we've been spending time, like, up things to 4K because we want to be able to do stuff in 4K. Like, we want our live streams to be 4K, uh, which, you know, I don't know why people need to see us better. I mean, George is young, you know. I look good. Yeah, George. Oh, wow. Um, but, you know, I, I'm walking by the other day, and Eddie's in there working his ass off. I said, Eddie, I think I've decided what your next camera is going to be uh, for 4K. And it was like I told him that he was fired. He was like... What's wrong with the cameras we already... Josh is going to love this. He's like, what's wrong with the cameras we already use? I was like, they're not 4K. They're only 1080p. Like, we have to upgrade. In that case, I'll take a new laptop. I mean, you're going to get one. I mean, but Eddie's getting one first. Josh, I see what you're talking about now. I'm just trying to save money for the company. That's all I'm trying to do. Yeah. He just doesn't want to learn a new camera and have me yell at him when the video's not good. And that could be fair. That could be fair. <laughs> I can't wait to get yelled at after this weekend and I go up try to shoot some video. Oh, you're not. You. So. I mean, look, we didn't hire you to, to. I mean, your job title was not videographer. That was Eddie's job title. So, like, if you start spelling things wrong, then I will yell at you. <laughs> or if you just have. Well, well, if he starts spelling things wrong, I, we might be a little bit more intrigued than mad i mean that would <laughs> <laughs> there might be some other questions i don't I, wanna, I mean i maybe do i yell at people no not at me i don't really yell at i get excited about things and i and i i get mad like when you leave a baker mayfield signed poster that you know could be a nice office ornament or when i spoil the fathead surprise see that's just good nature Which never happened ribbing yeah because it's yeah anyway Josh is not he he, the he Baker would Mayfield, never do what I do though. The he, ba- he would never yell. I will say the Baker and I think we can say this now. We'll laugh about it. The Baker Mayfield 
thing looks great on my wall at my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I, I I noticed that I thought there was some new tape on the laptop, and there we go. Um, guys, George, was there anything that you know upcoming or something you wanted to talk about? We hadn't so far. Summer of George is coming up. And for people that don't know about Summer of George, what is it? It's a vibe so outrageous it's contagious. Um, it's it's whatever you want it to be. It's going to the ballpark and having some beers. It's going to the Jones Assembly at 10 p.m. with your friends. It's mimosas on a Saturday morning. Um, it's going to concerts. I like that idea. Uh, you put? Did you put up a playlist the other day? Yeah, it's at like seven hours long. You can go check it out on Spotify. I judge you. Well, it's, it's not. There's How no, do we like, find it? Uh, I think you just have to search my name. I also just post all the songs on Instagram, but it's there's no rhyme or reason to the songs that I pick. So it's not like a mixtape. No, it's like I hear a song on a radio on the radio, mm-hmm. and I and I'm in a good mood or whatever. I add it to the playlist. And there it is, right there. I think that's how most people. Op- that's how I operate. Oh uh, no, days. that's the actual band. That's a band called Summer of George. Hmm. No, I think I have a like. I just keep my like folder, mm-hmm. but I don't really publish the playlist because I don't know why. Yeah, you listen to some different music. You have good taste, but it's different. It's uh, I I don't. Here's how I am with music. Like I don't expect you to like what I like. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm gotten to the age where I'm just like I used to be that guy that was like, hey, you need to listen to this band. Now I just don't give a shit. Like I'm just like I like what I like. If you like it, that's cool. If you don't, eh, no no big deal. I like a lot of indie. Like I'm just a big indie rock guy. I always have been. Yeah, I don't. I don't really have a genre that I would say is my favorite. I mean that that list has everything from Disney songs to Drake to probably some Hamilton George on there or something. There's all sorts of stuff on there. It's great. But as for what's going on with OU, there isn't a whole lot other than really softball and um, golf. I think that's May 26. That gets going. And oh, then, I will say, it seems like the uh, contract that Marvin Mims got was excellent. Yeah, two, I did. First write two that years up. guaranteed. Yes, and he got a pretty good signing bonus. I believe was it one point one point six million. Game maybe? one of the uh, Western Conference Finals last night in a sweep. Four years, six point oh seven mil, uh, one point four one million signing bonus. So not bad. Yeah, I guess he can buy as many. Um, what's the stupid sh- uh, Crocs? Uh, Oh yeah, the, the, oh, yeah. the fidget things or add-ons, whatever they're called. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember what they're called either. I, I think that's know. what all the uh, all the kids are buying these days. I don't wear Crocs. I don't either. Well, maybe he can Sorry, make Creed. sure he always has some gloves with him when he's catching footballs. Although I think they give those to you. So, all right. Well, that's gonna do it. Uh, we'll be back again next week. The pods, if you can't tell, they're just gonna get weirder and weirder. Uh, all the way. Uh, Josh, we will be working on uh, your uh, YouTube. Uh, try, and, try and just talk to the girls a little bit. Get them ready for it. I think it could go viral. Uh, eventually, they could become famous and uh, maybe get themselves in trouble a little bit. They could be like the, the, the Cavenders or the... Or the Who? Oh, the, the basketball. Yeah. Oh, yeah Cavender yeah, yeah. twins. Yeah. I, I was thinking uh, the D'Amelios. I'm thinking oh, more Are they D'Amelios. been in trouble lately? No, they haven't been in trouble. They're just making talks. Talks. <laughs> well, that's, what we, that's what we call I it in the business. Eddie, I love Eddie getting involved with TikTok. <laughs>
That's what we call it in the business. And you're, I mean, like he's really trying. Wh- to. What video has gotten you the most views so far? Uh, the Kyler Murray video. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was like ninety thousand. How many followers do you have? Not very many. I'm not. I'm not too proud of it. I did just get over seventy thousand on Twitter though. That's before insane. before Elon, Elon uh, just completely ruins it. So that's okay. Actually, this would be a good time to announce. I am uh, gonna go join Tucker Carlson with his show on Are you? Okay. on on Twitter dot com. <laughs> Me, Tuck, who's fifty four. We, we could probably splice a little hole in your contract for Tucker. How cool would that be? Me and Tucker just hanging out, the boys. Maybe throw in Alex Jones. Maybe throw in Tim Dillon. That'd be <laughs> what a show that would be. I, I don't you know have, how much OU not, football we would here's talk. Here's the thing but. that's going on in the office right now is Eddie is in there uh, plugging away at the videos. He has, I don't even know how to describe the podcast that he listens to on a daily basis. <laughs> Tim Dillon. Tim Dillon. And then you got the, well, it's PGA Championship Yesterday week. Yesterday he so was you listening got, to a mob podcast. Yeah, a little mob podcast. I, you got, I don't think you were here when I went through the whole gamut of golf podcasts that I listened to for the PGA Championship that starts tomorrow. Okay. No, but I think I've heard some golf stuff in there. Xander Shoffley. That's who's going to win. Interesting. All right. Well, that is going to do it. Uh, we'll be back again where the podcast will continue to get weirder as we get further and further into the offseason, but... Uh, we'll have some uh, regional action to talk about with softball. Uh, but thanks for listening. Soonerscoopstore.com. Go buy those shirts. We'll get them out immediately to you. Uh, and thanks so much for all the support. So uh, for the entire crew, I'm Kerry Murdoch, and we'll see you next week back here for another edition of the Unofficial 40 Podcast on Soonerscoop.com.